up, guys? It's your co-host, White Out Bluesy, here with another Sewer Dwellers podcast. Before I get into this, I want to shout out Anchor for letting us do our thing and make podcasts easy. With no further ado, we're going to get into this podcast. Today, I have a in-house little jump-off. We got the artist known as Lil Sus in the building. You heard. What's up, guys? So, um... I want to start this off, but I want people to, like, actually get a feel of, like, what music is for you. Like, when you were coming up, before you even started, like, actually wanting to take making music serious, what were you listening to? Well, I was listening to a lot of rap. Just, like, underground, probably trap, and a little bit of drill. Not too much I can remember. Well, one thing that I can say is I remember you being real young, and for a lot of people that don't know this, me and Lil Sus, that's my little brother, like my legit brother, and, uh, you know, our parents are old heads, you know what I mean? My mom's starting to adjust to some of this new wave type of music, like Juice and Peep and shit like that, but um, I remember when you were young, like, you used to be, like, on Tupac, crazy. Yeah. Like, it was weird because, I was like... just thinking that. You know, because I kind of grew up very youngly being, you know, the Tupac music was kind of being put out and shit. And, like, I found it weird. Like, there was times where you could recite a whole Tupac song that I've done heard multiple times, but I can't fucking recite, you know, what you can recite. Yeah, still to this day. Would you say Tupac kind of plays a role in your music nowadays? I know it's a little yeah. different, but would you say, like, the yeah. influence... A little bit more now, yeah. I've been listening to him a lot more. So, um, with the music you make, how how would you explain the like type of vibe or feel that your music brings to the table? Well, I find myself coming across Juice World beats, and it's always Juice World beats. If I go to my YouTube, it's just save Juice World beats. But I think. I have a lot of different vibes, and whatever beat it is, I tend to adjust to it in a different way. Yeah, I feel the same way. How I look at it is, as I let the beat speak to me. If I physically don't hear nothing from it, nine times out of ten, I'm not fucking with the beat. But, like, you know, like me, I'm kind of like a little bit more peepish, sad boy vibes, even though I make the dark music, I make the gangster music, and all that shit. But, you know influences running there so with that being said and rest in peace juice world but uh so the first time you let's talk about the first time we got you into the studio but not necessarily to make music i'd bring you over to check out the tracks and shit and explain to everybody what, what you used to do well i would i would be excited to come listen to it but then i would laugh at it i was scared Deep down, I really wanted to do it, too, but I, I didn't have and the potential. It always, like, had me, like, thinking, like, what the fuck, man? He's always so excited, and then when I play my music, he's, like, like he's laughing, and I'm just like, what the fuck? But you would continuously keep coming down, and you would ask to hear a song that I played for you that I thought you felt was funny, but, um, yeah, so... Do you remember the first time I showed you like a like either Little Peep himself or like a beat 
or like his type of beats? Like, what did you honestly think of him? At first, I thought, well, the, the first memory I can remember really is when you showed me the star shopping. But before that, I've heard Little Peep, and I never really, never really liked it. I thought it was just too sad. But then you showed me Star Shopping, and that changed everything. I'll, I'll definitely agree to that. I would say Star Shopping is... I'm not going to say that I wasn't digging his vibes before Star Shopping with some of the music that I heard, but like, it's like it kind of like made sense once you listen to Star Shopping. So, you know, me, me and you have put out a lot of tracks, and you also put out your own little EP, I'd say maybe about two years to the latest of it. And it uh, featured um, three tracks. I'm trying to think of all of them. I know Sipping Lean was one and Stay the Same. And then there was one more that we did. But um, was it was it like a relief when you kind of came out with your own project compared to featuring on something with me or, you know, doing a track, me, you, Micah, and Tariq, you know what I mean? Yeah. I always felt like I couldn't do a song by myself because I didn't think I had enough words to put to it. I thought it would just be the same thing over and over. <clears throat> That's not what all of them are, though. You know, I, I kind of think it's, like ironic I guess maybe to say that when when we did that project like I don't know I felt like maybe you felt like you know it was being pushed like you wanted it but you wasn't 100% sure exactly how you want to lay it down and how how you wanted it to come out but I think in my opinion with that project being on my SoundCloud I think in my opinion that's probably one of the all-time top projects let alone one single that you know i'm talking about has had the most views on the soundcloud that i have made in the yeah. beginning i was like yo how the fuck you know because i'm not going to sit here and say that i didn't i teach you everything because i didn't teach you everything you know what i mean i gave you advice and you you took it and ran with it you know what i mean yeah but um i will say you know i did kind of you know like i said give you advice and shit and I feel like that that helped out a lot throughout the way. But uh, the track that I was talking about, it's called Stay the Same. That, that's a good one right there. A lot of people, a lot of people reached out to me. And at first they were, they were confused, even though it said Little Sus, you know, because it was on the SoundCloud. Even though I say it was my SoundCloud, you know, it was, it was DSI's SoundCloud. Just had my name on it. And... A lot of people were reaching out like, yo, is that you? Like, no, it, it's Lil Sus. Oh, well, I, I just thought it was you because it, it's on your SoundCloud. That's a really good song. Like, a lot of people like it. And it's a shame that SoundCloud is fucking dicking artists the way that they are. Because they then wiped away a lot of me and Sus's bangers. And when, when I say bangers, like, I honestly do mean that. I want to say a little something this isn't like a question or anything i just want to say like like your progression like it was crazy not to mention we get you on and we're gonna go to this is your first track 
that we've done together, you not featuring, because a lot of people may not know this, but if you go back to the first SoundCloud DSI slash DSS, there's a song on there called 900 Block, and Lil Sus is doing the, uh, the intro, and you would never believe that it was, but when we did the first song to your second song, like your voice, like, yeah. it, it, it was like, it was different. It was like, you was like, you know, not saying kid, but like a, a preteen. And then like, you go there and you're like sounding like an, a fucking adult. I'm just mm-hmm. like, yo, that's like one track to another. But, um, that track right there, explain, explain to them what, how, how that whole track was put out and, like all the shit that went into that within, because I'd say it's probably once we got serious on it, a matter of probably an hour, hour and a half to get the song done. But we didn't not only just do the song, you know what I mean? And I just didn't not only mix the song. So explain to them what it was like your first time getting into the studio, actually putting something in a vocal booth. Well, <clears throat> I first remember, I remember laying on the bed. And I don't know if I found the beat or you pulled the beat up, but I was just like, I can't even, I can't take a shit in peace. People always bothering me. And then you started laughing. And I, I kept telling you, come on, come on, yo. Let, come on, we need to get this out. Let's be serious. And yeah. whole time you were joking, but then like when we actually played back the vocals, I was just like, yo. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> He's like, you want to record the music video? I was like, yeah. I got, I went up and got the dirt bike and everything. Fucking snowing out in the fucking. I'm not gonna say the backwoods because we're not in the sticks, but you know, in the fucking the woods of fucking West Virginia, fucking freezing cold out there. I told him I was like, yo, if we can get this song done today, we will shoot a music video for it today, and like. It was almost like the sun was going down, almost, and I was like, yo, we, we gotta do this, and I'm over here fucking drinking tall boys and fucking smoking, this is pre-before Lil Sis started smoking, you know what I mean, like, kinda like faded, but I was just like, really wanted this, and I really wanted, cause I could tell that, you know, Sus had that, uh, that drive, and he really wanted to do it, because he wouldn't keep coming down asking if he could sit on my sessions and shit. And it was just wild. We we achieved a lot for Sus's first move in the rap game, I would say. We did a lot just in that day. Yeah. Sure. Remember uploaded it on to uh Instagram, I'd say within an hour over like five hundred views and that was just on a clip of the music video that we did. Shout out to Tiller. We use the little free app, Tiller. A lot of people be doing it. You know what I mean? It'd be pretty fresh. Nowadays, it's a little funky, but you know what I mean? We found our ways around it. And also, I will say that song right there, when I put in, because, you know, yeah, I am an art artist, but I also mix and master all our shit. Yeah. Some of it, some of it's a hit and miss. Some of it, I'm just like, damn, I should have mastered it better. And then there's some of them that I'm just like, that was on point. And I felt like with the Rolling Peace remix, I felt like I didn't put too much effort in there. But I will say that I I honestly do believe that is one of the best mixed tracks that we have and that I have vocal-wise in general. And that was like kind of like 
the transition in from moving from Baltimore to West Virginia, I was just kind of in a slump, like didn't really think that I could do it or like I had the encouragement to actually do it. But, you know, I mean, once me and you started linking, we started making a lot of good music. And uh, with that being said, what what is your favorite song that you ever put out or me and you have put out? I think, to be honest, Rove with it, that, the beat, it was just fire, and your verse is my favorite, it's one of my favorite verses. Yeah, um, to be honest, I think that was on the, what was it, the, uh, Lil Sus Night, no, what was that project called? It was our first mixed full project. Volume 1. Uh, why dot sus? Yeah. Why dot sus? That's what it was called. And uh, so on that, do you have any new music? Cause for the people that don't know, you know, you've been away for a little while. I'm not saying that you haven't been writing shit up or you know copping beats. You know what I mean. But have you put anything out since then? Well, I got one song on the way. That's with me and you. I don't know yet when I'm dropping it, but I for sure got more on the way. That's what's up. That's what's up. Cause it's it's been it's been a little while since we've put out something. I believe that was Spaceships was the last one that we put out, and that was kind of very early in twenty twenty. Yeah. So yeah, but for a lot of people, so I'm going into this, and I'm asking all these questions, and I felt like I probably should have asked this question already. How did you get your nickname? Because when you look at it, it, it looks like it's spelled sus, but that's not how you pronounce it. <laughs> All right. Well, my mom, she started calling me that, and she would. She said, I'm going to tell all your friends that's your name. I told her I didn't really care, but yeah, I did care. And I just, I remember you saying you got to get, you got to have a rap name. Couldn't really think of nothing, so I was like, yeah, little sus. Yeah, because uh, mom used to be like, why are you acting like a sussy? Why are you acting, why are you acting like a sussy? And I was like, yo, like, fucking, and not only to this, but I, I believe that I said to you, like, yo, Peep got his name from his mom. That's what Peep used to call him. That'd be dope as fuck to go by what, you know, mom calls you and shit. So that's how he got his name. You heard um so i would say probably early 2019 me and you found our way into a little bit of beef not me and you per se but with a with another artist and um do you want to go into that i'll let you start into it all right, so, and this is this is facts. Some people may not say it's facts, but because you had the first diss track, yeah. And I will say that me and Skits Schizo, you know what I mean. Right now we're on a good page. We ain't beefing, you know. What I mean, there ain't no sense to beef. He ain't making me or Sus lose out on any money or any shit like that. So you know what I mean. We wasn't pressing him. Plus, you know what I mean. Our music speaks for ourselves. 
but um, I had this cat named Skitto on DSI, and it was around when I was going to drop DSS shit volume two. Every year, for people that don't know, we drop DSS shit with the next volume. It's been a minute since we've been doing that just because we're trying to get our names out and plan a little bit more and do a little bit different shit with this music and just go harder with it. But uh, DSS shit, the mixtape or the volume, whatever, it's something we put out every year that's in honor of King Ammo, which is our brother that is in prison. And, uh, you know, he helped make the first DSS shit volume mixtape. He actually created the branch in DSI to DSS. And um, the cat schizo was like, you know, he was on the, the DSI team, so if you're on the DSI team, every year you, you know, you hop on that track, I mean, either a track, a couple of tracks, but you, you get onto the DSS shit mixtape, and he told me, yeah, bro, my homeboy gets out of jail, like, a day or two before you release it, can you hold a track for us, and I'm like, yeah, that's cool, like, I didn't even know his homie or whatever, but I was just like, fuck it, you know what I mean, we was always willing to help out other people and willing to meet new artists and shit i'm like yeah don't hear from them after that and uh so i hit him up on snap and shit this was when i had snap and i was like yo you hear the new cd and he's like yeah i'm like all right and i like i knew that he didn't hear it because on there there was the very first diss where i was dissing him you know what i mean like it wasn't even a diss. It was just like, bro, you're not on DSI anymore. You don't carry your weight. You know what I mean? And he was like, oh, you only put people on DSI so you can get more exposure. Like, bro, you, did, you didn't do numbers. You know what I mean? The only song that I know for fact that you did numbers is the one that I fucking mixed and mastered for you. And I'm not even going to go into it to talk like on some extra beef shit. But you know what I mean? <clears throat> We we got into some beef with that, and he had the nerve to call out Sus. So, you know what I mean? We clapped back. Well, I clapped back at him. I didn't even feel like the need to have to bring Sus into it. You know what I mean? I was like, fuck it, I'll take care of it. And then, you know, he wanted to clap back with his first diss track. And I will say I was surprised, like, when I heard it. Not that it was, like, the greatest thing in the world, but I've dissed a couple people and never had anybody respond so for him out of all people to respond i was like okay so his little brother goes by a little demonic he wanted to hop into it so you know me and sus was like nah we ain't gonna let this shit slide so i remember asking sus like yo how dirty are we going and he was like what you mean i was like you know what i mean are we just letting them know or you know what i mean we really making a statement and he looked at me and was like oh we making a statement so explain explain the the ending to the track. Oh uh, man, I don't even remember how it came to add another track to the first one. But I know we just we started Just basically fucking going in on them. We, uh, we were 
we were acting like we were them rapping on a beat and Sus took Skitta because I felt like he sounded very similar to him when he put the effects on the voice and I took Lil Demonic and granted we probably didn't rap nothing like what Lil Demonic would but Sus definitely got uh, Skit's point on and uh, yeah it was it was definitely something I would say it brought the best out of all of us. Yeah, cause you know that put a spark on uh skits to like really try to do something, and it it was just wild. It's been a wild like probably three, two and a half years, just doing music. The last two and a half years, a lot of a lot of good music, a lot of time spent, a lot of tracks that didn't even get put out because we weren't feeling that it was ready or it didn't fall into the time frame or didn't get it done right. And, uh, you know, we're getting close to the end of this podcast, but, um, so within all this music and shit, do you, like, have anything that, like, you regret, like, a track maybe you put out that you felt wasn't ready or anything to that nature? Well, really, the fade away and stay the same tracks I've never liked them at all really I, it's not that I regret putting them out but I just never felt like people would like them so I don't like them well that's crazy about the stay the same track because that's definitely completely the opposite like how I mix it I wish I know what I know now you know what I mean because it probably could have been a little bit more next level, but I still have people asking me, like, yo, where'd that track go? I'm on SoundCloud right now, and I can't find it. And there was, like, a lot of a lot of good songs and projects and just work ethic that we put in there. But um, since we're getting close to the end of this and shit, is there anybody in the future that you're failing to work with? Well, I got... A friend who's been a buddy of mine since I moved here. His name's what's his name's Tariq. His rap name's Rico. Mello. Rico. Oh, uh, Rico. Yeah. He can make it. It's for sure. He goes in and freestyles back to back. Every track's a banger. He just keeps them to himself. Yeah. If you wanna uh, check out Rico, um, there's a track. I can't remember exactly what the name of it is, but it's me. Lil Sus, uh, fucking Rim Job Joe, <laughs> Micah, and uh, Tariq or Rico, and uh, he definitely like we gave him the smallest part because we already had half of the song done. Like, but we forgot about Tariq. But I was like, damn, we should have gave him a longer part because he definitely killed it. Um, so another cat I know you know is uh Rudy Ruthless. What did what do you think his take? Your take is on him. I think he's he's working on it. He's getting way better as he goes, as I'm seeing it. I think he has a lot of potential in the, the editing game. Yeah, I was going to say for a lot of people that don't know, the my last two music videos and probably my only two that are on YouTube, you can look me up at Wide Up Bleasy on YouTube. But, uh, you know, he, he's an awesome cat, real loyal, and, you know, he, he's pretty much the fucking DSI, another DSI member, but he's basically, to 
the to-go-to guy when it comes to anything, uploading, music, video making, like, all that, like, this cat's good with his music, and he's just getting better, and like I've said multiple times, that he's kind of like a sponge, when you tell him shit, he, he really listens to it and absorbs it, like, if you look at some of his first tracks to, like, the recent ones and the feature that I did, you know, I just did the course two times, and he did the verse, and I was really surprised, I don't know if you've seen that, but um, uh, I think it's called 30 Bodies, and it's on YouTube, and we dropped it on October 30th, but I definitely think that he's a good contender in my eyes right now. I don't see anybody in West Virginia really, or at least Fairmont or Marion County that's really, like, putting on, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't see a lot of people out there you know, really just trying to get their name out there. And one person that I will say, you know, not not saying us because I'm never a cocky person to be like, yeah, yeah, us. But uh, definitely Rudy Ruthless, he's, he's coming up. Shout out Grim Jones, you know what I mean? That's that's my broski from Canada. And uh, shout out Chub Chub, you know what I mean? Keep your head up, man. We'll have him on another podcast. I know it's been a minute, but shit's a little different in life. Happy fucking holidays, and we're going to end this. But before we end it, you got anything you want to say? Where where can people find find you at? Oh, well, just really on Snapchat. My username's Colby Beck 69 T-O-L-B-Y-B-E-C-K-69. You heard. If you're trying to get a contact with Lil Sus, I am his brother. You heard me, and... Almost like a business partner, so if you need to holler at him, get at him for features, anything, you can hit me up, and I will delay the message at BaltimoreBleezy7 at gmail.com. That is Baltimore, B-L-E-E-Z-Y, 7 at gmail.com. So we're going to end this shit out. Like I said, happy fucking holidays. And we out this bitch. Catch the next Sewer Dwellers podcast. When, I don't fucking know, but just stay tuned. And shout out to all the people in the different states. There's too many of them on the list. In the different countries. Fucking Ireland, Germany, fucking Singapore. I ain't never heard of Singapore before until y'all started listening to the music. Shout out to Baltimore, Essex, Dundalk, Elkridge, wherever the fuck y'all listen at. Kentucky, Ohio, D.C., you know what I mean? Chirac, yeah, Detroit, Chirac. Detroit, you know what I mean? All y'all peoples. There's a lot of states I'm missing out, but we fuck with y'all. We thank you, and we hope you like the podcast. If you want to see a little sus on another podcast, holler at your boy, send in the messages. You can send in answers, questions to that email address that I sent you, told you guys about earlier. Sorry, little blitz in this bitch. Me and little sus going to get out of here and get blazed. And possibly hit the fucking stew. So with that being said, good fucking day, sir.